I'll just write about how I feel, what I want to do, and, you know, people don't need to know the meaning of it. Welcome to Artist Talk Central, where we ask artists about their dreams and journeys and challenges and struggles. I'm your host, Buddy, and a bit of a weird friend, Sharice. Let's get right into it. Welcome to Artist Talk Central. Uh, today we have with us Phoenix Broderick. Hello. Broderick. Okay, hi. You're from New Zealand and yeah. you are a singer, songwriter, musician, YouTuber, and content creator. So from what I searched and stalked for your, through your Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Is that correct? Correct. Cool. Would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, obviously, my name is Phoenix Broderick and basically, simple as I've got a dream of being one of the world's leading entertainers in about 10 years or so. I come from a small town in New Zealand, just north of Wellington. And um, yeah, life is, life is good. Cool, life is good. yeah. And you grew up in Hong Kong. Were you born here or did you move here? Or? So I, I was born in New Zealand, then moved to England for about three years of my life and then moved back to New Zealand and then now here with my dad and my stepmom in Hong Kong. Oh, cool. Nice. So can you take us back to the beginning of your artistic journey? Because obviously you're only 17, right? Yeah. So I want to know all the little details of how you got into everything. And yeah. Yeah. Well, since so like about year four or five, when I moved to Hong Kong, I was very much into my sports. I was a very sporty guy. I thought that was, you know, like I, I know I was only like yeah. eight years old, but I thought that was the pathway for me. Uh -huh. And then uh, about year five, I joined a drama class. Mm -hmm. and uh, just a local drama class and I just loved that. I love performing. I love hanging out with the uh, people in my cast. I, I, I just love the whole, the whole creative arts process and then I was like, okay, maybe this is the way for me. Yeah. So about three or four years, I was just doing drama classes. We did lots of shows out in um, Wan Chai, the Hong Kong Performing Arts and I just loved being up on stage and just performing to people. And then came 2020, mm -hmm. where COVID. no performances yeah. was happening, nothing was happening. We weren't allowed to go face-to-face uh, -face classes. So then I kind of, you know, I, I lost my love for drama, but instead I picked up a ukulele one day and I was like, oh, okay, this is interesting. Mm -hmm. I like it. Started playing some chords, started playing some songs, you know, Riptide, Hey Soul Sister, the, the four-chord yeah. four yeah. masterclass. And then I moved from ukulele to guitar. Yeah. And then come come November 2020 was my first ever performance school show. And then that's that's where it all started. I performed Sign of the Times, Harry Styles oh. in my school show. And even though it was during COVID, so everyone was masked up and everything, I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. I don't know. Whenever I go up on stage, like the beforehand, I feel like heaps of other hard artists must hate. Like the beforehand nervousness, you know, you got the butterflies in the yeah. stomach. But then uh, when I'm up on stage, mm -hmm. I d all of my worries, they just go away. That's no actually good yeah. to hear. Nothing, it's like n there is no worries apart from everything that is happening on stage. Yeah. And that's what I love about it. I'm kind of sad to hear that you lost your passion for drama, though. Because drama is yeah. amazing. I think you should keep doing it if you have Well, I, like, I haven't fully lost it, obviously. Yeah. You know, if I, get a, if I get a school show, you know, I'll do it. Right mm -hmm. now we're doing Shrek at our school. And I am... Yeah. Interesting I, choice. I, I know. Yeah. And I'm Shrek. Oh. I'm Shrek from <laughs> Shrek the Musical. And um, so, yeah, just before this, I was memorizing all my lines. Do you have to be painted green or something? You yeah, do? I do. Oh, no. I just do. a face or like the... No, whole, whole, whole <laughs> everything. 
whole <laughs> I'm everything. Sorry, you have to go through that. Yeah, three three <laughs> nights as well. Three, three nights. nights. Yeah. Oh, I never heard of like a school show going like three nights. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So three consecutive nights. Three Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You have to be painted green for a school show to be Shrek. Yeah. That's one for the books. You have to like write that down <laughs> on your resume. Yeah. Hundred um, <laughs> percent. So obviously, um, then you started doing guitar and you started when did you start writing music though maybe 2021 i picked up the guitar and i was i was just done performing like mm-hmm. doing covers i you know i knew all the popular ones yeah so i moved to uh, writing my first song or i can't i think it was a song called you or something and it was just about it was just about stuff i didn't know like mm-hmm. I, I had a dream of like oh i want to write a breakup album of all the stages of a breakup. But I just didn't know that because I, yeah. I haven't gone through, like, you know, one of those major breakups yeah. in, some, in a life, right? And um, so I was just writing really about nonsense. But you will. Don't worry. <laughs> you have plenty of breakups <laughs> ahead of you, so don't you worry about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, so I, I was really just writing about nonsense. And yeah. then um, I went to New Zealand during COVID for about six months. Mm-hmm. And then I started writing about things like, I actually cared about like yeah. stuff I'm missing back in Hong Kong stuff I'm liking about New Zealand mm-hmm. and you could just tell but from my breakup songs that I was writing and the songs that I actually cared about and wrote lyrics that I knew like the, the quali- difference, the difference yeah. and quality was just humongous and it was yeah I just so from from 2022 I just started writing songs I knew about and then come 2024 I've got like about 50 60 in the bag of just me Nice. Just just stuff I know about, stuff I write about. Yeah. I feel like that's the way to go, though, because the more yeah. you do it, the more bad songs that come out of your... Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I've got plenty of songs that I just, like, now that I listen to it, I'm like, what was I thinking? Like, the melody <laughs> yeah. doesn't work, yeah, yeah. the rhymes don't work. Um, <laughs> it's just cringe. But, yeah, th- that's good. I mean, okay, so I'm guessing that's how... Okay, what's the song called again? I don't... I don't need to write a breakup (laughs) song just to be successful. I saw on your YouTube channel that you actually did it in the aftermath, right? Yeah. And then it was labeled (laughs) I-D-N-T-W-A-B-U-S-T-B-S. And I was like, what the hell was that? So I I actually clicked onto that section. I was like, oh, that's the song. I was like, hold up. Like, is this some, like, Gen Z new nonsense that (laughs) that I didn't understand about? But I was like... But yeah, I heard the song and it's pretty good. Thank you. Yeah, Thank I you. really like the melody and it was really catchy. I think I'll link the video down below so the rest of the people can listen to that. But yes, okay. And is that the inspiration behind your album, which we'll talk a little bit about more later? Yeah, basically, yeah? it's like, you know, I've gone through, like, I wrote so many different songs for the breakup album that I had no idea about. <laughs> and then I was just like, you know what? I don't need to write a breakup song just to be successful. And that is that is basically my entire album just about like all the songs they all all of my songs sound like they're about a girl but they're they're literally not (laughs) they're about something they're about like my dreams for the future life just yeah so not i don't there's there's not a single song on my album that's about a girl okay but i was curious though so just in case if this song i don't need to make a breakup song to be successful comes out yeah and it's on your portfolio but then you actually date somebody and then you come up with a breakup song that's <laughs> more successful than that one so <laughs> how's that going to work that 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 would be very very awkward yeah right <laughs> yeah, cuz no. this would have to have to be your most successful song in order mm. for that 
to yeah. work. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I've thought about that too. That like it could get once I go through a breakup, and obviously I'll start writing breakup songs yeah. as a way to like cope. <laughs> then it could get awkward because my whole album's just Your about. Whole album's like I don't need it. To yeah, be I don't need successful. to. And then I start writing about. Yeah, that could get that could get very awkward. But no, I think, I think, my whole life. Mm. Like I'll just write about how I feel. Yeah, exactly. Write about how I feel, how what I want to do, and you know, people yeah. don't need to know the meaning of it. Exactly, it's Keep up it for your way. interpretation. Yeah, yeah. And plus, I mean, artists go through like phases. I feel like my songwriting when I was like 16 is definitely different to how I song right now. Yeah, so yeah. I don't think anybody can really hold you accountable for writing this song when you're like 17. Exactly. Okay. So, are there any specific artists or musicians that kind of influenced your work or inspired you? Um, when I got into music, Harry Styles was definitely the guy who brought me. I love Harry Styles. Who brought me into music. But um, just like literally yesterday, I was in Bangkok and I went to go watch Ed Sheeran. Oh, I went to yeah. go watch his. I went to go watch his concert, and I, I'd say he's the guy who's kept me in music. Harry Styles brought mm. me into music. Ed Sheeran kept me in music and you can like if you ever if anybody ever comes to watch my shows you can tell like so many so many performance techniques of mine are either from Harry or Ed and that's how I just yeah yeah Harry For examples Styles. you have some examples like a lot of in between my songs yeah I do a little bit of banter Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. some people question whether it's good or not, <laughs> but I get it. I I get that from um, Ed Sheeran yeah, and okay. Harry Styles. I get like a lot of my emotion from. I would say like mm-hmm. what I do during a big emotional piece. I would say right. is inspired from Harry Styles. Mm-hmm. But obviously, like all the other, I'm I'm a very pop artist type of guy. Like yeah. I don't. I'm not a big you know heavy rock guy, but. Yeah. Um, like Coldplay, you know Charlie Puth. I get I get made fun of a, a lot because my whole Spotify playlist is literally just like the top fifty of <laughs> of um, the Spotify charts. But yeah, th- those are my inspirations. Those are the things. No, I think I that's get. completely fine. That's where the big money's at. To be very yeah. honest, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. your album. So how many songs is in your new album right now? Currently, there is about ten or eleven that I've written and that that's I want. That's already very impressive, actually. That I want on the. On the track, but mm-hmm. I think I want I want about two or two or three more so on 12, it. 12, 13. 12, kind of. 13 songs. Yeah. So the classic kind of number of songs yeah, yeah. in an album. And what's the album called? I have no idea yet. I, okay. I wanna. I, I've I've got like a vision, a dream where mm-hmm. like I want every song in the album to be done. I'm just gonna sit in a super dark room, put on my headphones, ah. listen to the album. First word or sentence that comes, that comes to my up, mind it's gonna is gonna be, gonna the, be the name thing. of the album. Cool. And how long has this album been in the making? The specific album, all these songs, it's been since 2022. It just shows kind of my maturity throughout the the years. I, my in 2022, the songs are on the on the album from 2022 mm-hmm. are super like you know. I think they're quite cringe, but I I put them on the album because I think people might like them. But yeah. Then 2024 and 2023, they deal with quite more mature things uh, yeah. rather than you know. Oh, I didn't get what I want in 2022, and mm-hmm. then 2023. It's more like, oh crap, I'm growing up. Right. Jesus, okay. this is this is getting this is getting serious now. And do you work by yourself or? Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah I've s- a basically independent musician as well. Yeah, I've okay. got a I've got a producer mm-hmm. so far who's working on me with this album, 
And um, yeah, he, he's been a great help. I've got about two or three tracks now that from the album that are complete, complete. and that are done. But um, yeah, all of my songs I write alone. But I've written, uh, like now and then I write a song with somebody else, but it's never, I never, never with the intent, intent to put it on my album yet. The only thing I really find difficult with making a song mm. is the chords, the chord structure, because it's like, Really, I can I can do four chords, right? Yeah. But I don't I don't want to always do four chords. Yeah, and I know. I understand that. Like feeling. all of the even if it's in a different key, like all of my songs are basically F G C E A minor. Mm-hmm. And even if it's in a different key, it's still those basically five chords, and that's the only that's the only thing I think people might dislike about my album is that it's all you know similar chords, but. Yeah. When it comes to melody and writing lyrics, I I I pride myself on that. I think mm-hmm. I think on the spot, people give me a chord or like a me- or, um, instrumental, I can come up with a I can come up with a melody on the spot. You're very you're a very lyrically centered artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the way you write your music is more centered around how you write your lyrics. What was a pivotal moment for you? Was that significantly um, significantly <laughs> significantly? influenced this album or your your career path as a musician during covid i went back to new zealand during um 2021 2022 for it was meant to be like one or two months ended Mm -hmm. up being six months because of like i went and then covid penny's bay three week quarantine two week three week and then all of that happened so i think and all of my friends were here. School was happening over here. And it was oh. just me in New Zealand. Oh, wow, and obviously, yeah. I was doing online school, but online school. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Sucks. Yeah. Online school. I know. And um, that that was definitely a pivotal moment in my s- lyrical lyrical songwriting mm-hmm. moments. Like, I went from writing about breakup songs I had no idea about to writing stuff that I actually knew about, about missing home, missing Hong Kong but how much, you know, I was enjoying New Zealand, uh, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So that was definitely a, piv- a pivotal moment. But I say 2024 has also been like a huge step for me. Like 2023, 2022, I like making songs, mm-hmm. but I was never putting myself out there like I've been putting myself out there 2024. And even this weekend when I went to see Ed Sheeran, mm-hmm. I, w- I was sitting, I was just sitting watching him and I was, I was speechless. Like I couldn't. I couldn't talk, and I was just like, "This is, th- this is exactly." He's like a top tier performer. This is exactly what I want to yeah. do, and then now it's like, you know, so it fuels all the all the yeah. work that I've been putting in so far have to triple it. I've been performing all over, to be honest. Okay. I was at the, I saw you at the AIA as well. Yeah, I was. I was yeah. at the was AIA. Crazy. I was on RTHK Radio Three. Mm-hmm. I was on, um, obviously the uh, the Underground, the Wunch, the the Aftermath. And I've been doing busking, central mm-hmm. markets. Uh, I'm signed up to do a dog show in two Interesting. weeks. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> did they yeah. invite you? Yeah. Oh, they cool. Did. So, yeah. are you going to be like in the during the intermissions, just like singing to the to the dogs? <laughs> to the dogs. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I just I just got told, hey, can you perform for a dog show? And I was like, you know what? Why Let's not? Do it. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> and um, obviously, all my school shows school performances school gigs everything and obviously you do youtube as well so you do different sections on your youtube right yeah so so i got yeah i got 
I'm not just a I'm not just a musician. I'm just I'm no, also a he's multifaceted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a I'm a content creator. I create super like goofy, dumb videos around Hong Kong. But um yeah, I say I say over the past year it's def I've definitely moved more towards music. Mm -hmm. And especially with how many gigs that are coming up. Yeah. Uh, I haven't really had time to record that many videos. Mm -hmm. But if you do get a moment, check out Fibro TV on YouTube. I come up with, I'm, I might have come to where you live in Hong Kong. Who knows? <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I like my YouTube videos. I don't know about other people. But no, I think they're pretty decent. Like, I laughed at them. I'd be like, haha, this is like a funny guy. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Chili. <Chiri>. No. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. No, I definitely, I think your uh, videos definitely give an impression of who you are and it makes you very human. Because I think often, I don't know if you're going to find it hard in the future or you already do, is how to market yourself as an independent artist. It's because I tried, I, I went through a phase where I'm like, I have to go out. I have to socialize with all the musicians, which worked uh, to a certain extent. But for me, it was very draining. And some people do YouTube channels. And I think that works for you as well to like yeah. gain a bigger audience. And yeah. yeah. But also just, yeah, it just gives people an insight to my life, mm. to who I am, to who I hang around with, yeah. to, to what I like yeah. and my hobbies and stuff. And that's, yeah, I, I, I'm not making any money from YouTube. I wish I was, but I'm not. You uh, will. You will soon. Manifesting. You, yes. yes. You're very motivational <laughs> and inspirational, Therese. But yeah, I'm not making any money from it. So I'm just, that, like music, I'm just doing it. Music I want to do is my career, but YouTube I'm just kind of doing for fun. Yeah. And that's why I think a lot of my content is how it is because mm -hmm. you know i just do it for fun yeah is what it is do what i do and a youtube video is produced from it yeah nice and what are the expectations and realities that differ for you as an artist so what did you expect was going to happen and what was kind of like oh i didn't like this is like a struggle that i didn't expect to have well, yeah I, I i was looking at these questions when yeah. you sent them through and this was the one that i was just like damn this yeah is yeah. This is next level question. Um, I think the expectation, you know, is you write a couple songs, done. You, mm. you you get it to the right audience. You're through. You're through straight away to, you know, world fame. <laughs> that is not the case. No. And you have to do. Like I was prepared to do a lot of gigs and graph, but you have to do way more, way more gigs than I expected. You have to do. Like I expected, mm. you could just go around, like a couple places, and you'd be sorted. But nah, you have to you have to do this for like you have to find the right people, and that's what gigging's about, right? Like mm. just building up those connections, yeah. finding the right people who will take you to the next step in your career, and that's that's how I that's how I've been finding the people, like my producer. That's how I found him, and for ages I've been looking for a producer to produce my album, and just you know I did a gig one day, and this guy put me in contact with another guy who had a contact and another guy to to have to him and um yeah and that's what i that's why i need to keep on doing need to find the right person whether that's like a person who knows about social media who mm -hmm. can what what needs to go where to be yeah. advertised to the right place to go to here or whether that's um i don't know someone like a lower end exec of a record label that that that's the dream goal someone someone from the i don't know someone from the aftermaths watching yeah. and is from warner brothers hong kong that imagine can you imagine <laughs> that would be insane that well something goes viral yeah yeah well that's that's, that's the, the dream and that's why I, i'm putting out content every single day yeah and yeah even over bangkok i was get everything scheduled i'm putting out content every day just so there's more of a chance and you know people don't look and be like oh he's only posted a couple of videos every 
two or five. Yeah. It's very inconsistent. Every day, giving myself the best chance. So what are your long-term goals and aspirations as an artist? And where do you envision your career going in the future? My YouTube, all over my Instagram is a thing called 2033. And people have been like, oh, Phoenix was 2033. And it's like, that. that is the year I envision myself to become, you know, one of the one of the world's leading so 10 years 10 years yeah. that's what i'm giving myself and i i think if i'm putting in as much work as i've been putting over for the past month in january i think i think i'm giving myself all the all i'm putting in 100% so that i know if i don't make it i have put in you everything tried at least every yeah. single thing that i could possibly mm -hmm. do for the past 2 years when i've been doing minimum gigs it's mm -hmm. like I, I haven't been getting paid for it but now right. that I've started to do it more consistently and I'm putting in the work and I'm doing decent performances. Demand starting, payment. I'm starting yes. I'm starting to get paid and that's you know it that's the dream, you know? Yeah. Getting paid for getting paid did to you do, do what your you first love. gig where you got paid yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? yeah. How did it feel for the first gig? Yeah. It, it's pretty good. It's yeah. pretty good. And I don't know, I just feel I put in a hundred percent all the time for all of my performance and for all of my performances and to put in a hundred percent and get paid to do it is is, is is just it's a very nice feeling mm -hmm. and i go home super buzzed and happy and life is good that is the dream life like when you good. have a passion and something goes well i understand the feeling where it's like this is where exactly where i'm meant to be i'm not behind yeah that's also very important for a lot of like I feel like a lot of artists, like at the beginning from where I started, I always thought I was behind. I was like, oh my God, I'm turning 18, I'm turning 19, I'm turning 20. And there are people on the Billboard Awards who are 20 years old who are already top one. And I'm like, shit, I'm behind. Well, like, it's, it's funny you, you mentioned that because like last year, I noticed myself doing that a lot as mm. well. Like there are so many kids, even in Hong Kong alone, right? Like, so talented. Yeah, like so many kids who are same age as me and already got like what 10,000 followers constantly yeah, yeah. releasing music and like you know look at me I've got like 700 followers mm -hmm. like, I know you shouldn't go off followers but like you'd be naive to say that followers don't mean something in the entertainment industry you know you need you need followers you need an audience you need an you audience need, yeah. And that that was an unhealthy habit I found myself going down last year, towards the end of last year. I've totally cut out now. Like, I would go on Instagram and it would show me, because of the algorithm, it would show me up, brand new upcoming artists. Mm -hmm. And the first thing I would do, click on their page, how many followers they've got. Oh, they've got more than me. I suck. What am I doing? And then I go down a spiral. Oh, what am I doing? There's no point in me doing this. Yeah. Sli sit down, scroll on reels just mm -hmm. for like two or three hours. And that's like... Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, that was that unhealthy habit. I've cut cut myself out of doing that now. But it, it just shows that, like, there there are people with more followers than you and more better content than you, and that just kind of that should push you to do even more, right? Yeah. And that, that is, and eventually, like, time time is slow, but time will happen. Yeah. That that quote makes no sense. <laughs> time but is slow. Time is slow, but time will time happen. Time will happen. <laughs> yeah. It makes sense though. Weirdly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. 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 Time is slow, but it will happen. Um, <laughs> okay. Anyways, I think we gone through pretty much all our questions today. Is there anything else you would like to mention? Follow, Charisse. Follow me. P H I B R O D T V. Phoenix Broderick. Yes. Instagram. YouTube. 
And once again, when's your album coming out again? <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> Question, Question mark. mark. Okay. So thank you for being on Artist Talk Central. We will thank see you, you next week. Bye. See you later.